welcome to Bedtime Stories of Adventure and Wonder. Um, I hope everyone's ready for a nice story tonight. This is going to be a little bit different. Um, all my stories thus far have been um, one that I create on the spot. And this one uh, is one that I've written but it was first the story that I came up on the spot with her. Um, either I did it for bedtime or it was during a walk. I think, okay, one of my kids is saying it was done at bedtime. Okay, but it was inspired by something I saw on a walk we had during the day the title of this story, and so I've, I've since um, written it down and kind of embellished or polished it a bit, expanded it a little bit, but it's pretty close to what it was before. But it has a happier ending now than it started with. <laughs> but it is called The Stone Girl, and I'm going to share that with everyone tonight. So is everyone ready? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Once upon a time, there lived a girl named Melody. She loved to sing. The first thing to escape her lips in the morning was a song, and after that came many more songs throughout the day as she did her chores. One of her chores was to go into the nearby woods and gather berries and nuts for her mother. It was in these woods that she sang her most favorite songs, the songs she only sang for herself alone. Well, that was not entirely true. Her wood songs were also for her special friends who lived in the woods, for friends whose sing-song voices filled her heart with pure delight, the birds. Oh, how I wish I could be a bird, thought Melody as she skipped down the worn path through the trees. I couldn't think of anything better in the whole world. Living in the treetops, gliding through the air, feeling the wind beneath my wings, and of course there would be all the singing. Her basket was half full of berries, and she suddenly found herself face to face with a bird she had only seen in books large gray owl with bright yellow eyes. They weren't supposed to be awake during the day, which was why Melody had never thought of looking for one while picking berries. Oh my, you are magnificent. Those eyes are the prettiest I've ever seen, Melody gushed after she had gotten over her surprise. The owl cocked its head to one side, blinked slowly then stretched out its mighty wings, feathers rustling in a gentle forest breeze. You are too kind, said the owl. Come closer so that I can grant you your heart's desire. Melody dropped her basket of berries in shock. An owl had just talked to her. Owl looked down at the spilled fruit and shook her head disapprovingly. Don't be wasteful, child, 
if you squish any of those berries underfoot, I may decide to change my mind. Change your mind? Melody asked as she stooped down to clean up their mess. About what, exactly? Well, about granting your wish, of course, replied the owl. My wish? Yes. You mean how I wish I was a bird? Melody asked. Yes, yes, yes. Now hurry up. Let me encircle you with my feathers so I can get started on the spell. The owl snapped impatiently while beckoning Melody forward with the tips of her wings. Melody didn't know what to think. She'd never seen an owl before in her life. She was pretty sure she hadn't read anything in any book about them being able to talk or cast spells. The thought of getting her wish to become a bird, however, was awfully exciting. Are you a real owl or something else? Melody questioned carefully. Of course I'm not a real owl. Have you ever heard of a talking owl before? Underneath these soft feathers I am a beautiful enchantress, one with the power to let you live your dreams. But if you are not grateful for such an incredible gift, I can always go find someone else who would. Oh, I am grateful. It's just... Would it be permanent? I'm not sure I'm ready to become a bird forever, Melody asked. No, my gifts are always only for a day, as long as you stick to my rules, replied the owl. Melody felt her excitement grow within her until she felt like she might pop. <clears throat> to be a bird, she giggled nervously as a smile burst onto her face. Okay, I think I'm ready, she said. The owl beckoned her forward again, and this time Melody obeyed, stepping close to the large hollow knot of the large oak tree where the owl was perched. The owl enveloped the small girl in its wings and began whispering enchantment into her ear. All of a sudden, Melody started feeling lighter, smaller, and feathery. She blinked at the bright sunlight as the owl's wings parted away from her like stage curtains. She tried to shield her eyes with her hand, but instead of her hand she had a bright blue wing. She was a bird! Melody began hopping around in a circle and nervously began to flap her wings. She felt herself lifting off the ground a couple of inches. She was so thrilled she wanted to sing for joy and so took in a great big breath in preparation. I wouldn't do that if I were you, said a booming voice behind her. Frightened, Melody dropped back down to the ground and spun around. Towering over her stood the gray owl, who looked now the size of a three-story house. Here are my rules, the owl explained sternly. If you break my rules, then the spell will be broken, and you will no longer be a bird. You will turn back into the shape of a girl, and you will be mine. 
Melody stared at the owl's enormous yellow eyes she once thought were the prettiest she had ever seen. They didn't look very pretty anymore. They looked full of hate and loathing. The rules are very simple. In fact, there is only one. You are not allowed to sing. You may act as a bird in all other ways, but the moment you begin to sing, the spell will be broken. Do you understand my rules? You can no longer speak as a girl. It will come out as a bird song, so just nod your head, the owl said. <coughs> Melody was shocked. No singing? one of the things she was, look, was looking forward to the most about being a bird. A bird with no song? How could she possibly resist? She looked up at the monstrously large owl, her tiny bird frame shivering with fear. She didn't want to think about what her life might be like if she broke the owl's rules. Slowly, she nodded her feathery head. Good! You have until the sun sets tonight. Have a wonderful time, but remember my rules. The owl's rules weren't the only surprise for Melody. Flying wasn't as easy as she thought it would be. So she spent the first hours of the morning getting the hang of it and building up her courage to jump off of higher and higher tree branches. The challenge made her want to shout in frustration but she wisely held her tongue. Then, all of a sudden, everything clicked, and she was flying, truly flying. It was wonderful. She didn't think she could ever feel content with walking ever again. Melody soared up over the treetops and dove down towards hidden meadows she had never discovered before. She perched occasionally on the tallest and thinnest branches to catch her breath and was amazed that they did not snap beneath her. The woods looked so different from her now, her new viewpoint, but in a good way. She wanted to shout for joy, but wisely held her tongue. Around lunchtime, she decided to look for some lunch. The thought of looking for some juicy worms crossed her mind, but she quickly dismissed it and searched for berries instead. It was by a large bush bursting with berries that she met some beautiful brown birds. They smiled at her with their eyes as they ate. They sang to her and she was amazed to realize that she could understand them. The birds were speaking to her and asking her name. Melody opened her mouth to politely reply, but caught herself just in time. I must remember the owl's rules, she thought. After lunch, she joined the brown birds as they chased each other through the forest, singing a lovely song that Melody now knew was the sound of the birds giggling, laughing, and shrieking with delight. It was so wonderful. Her added knowledge of the bird's language made their song so much more beautiful. She desperately wanted to join in to hear how her voice would sound as a bird, to discover what musical notes her laugh would bring. Maybe 
maybe if I sang softly, like a whisper, it wouldn't be breaking the owl's rules, Melody thought, and felt the song within her beating against her chest, wanting to be free. Just one note, she thought, as she slowly opened her mouth and closed her eyes. Just then a nearby chipmunk squeaked and broke her out of her trance. Afraid of how close she was to singing, she decided to leave her newfound friends and do some more exploring. As a bird, it was easy for her to go deeper into the woods than she had ever gone before. Soon she began to hear an odd sound, one that was familiar to Melody, yet did not naturally belong in the woods. The sound of a girl crying. Melody swooped down to find a young girl, a little younger than her, kneeling by a large oak tree, with her face in her hands, sobbing. What am I going to do? I'm so lost. I'll never find my way out now, the girl cried. Melody felt so bad for the girl. She must be very lost to be this far into the woods. If only there was something she could do. A memory flashed before Melody's mind just then, a couple of years before. She had gotten lost herself in these same woods, and she remembered how a small bird landed on the ground next to her and sang her a beautifully calming song. And after that, she knew that she was going to be okay. Melody tried to remember how the bird song went. Slowly, it started to come back to her. Note by note it came, and it filled Melody's heart with joy. If only she could share it with this scared little one. Then she realized that the girl was looking at her with a smile on her face, and that she had stopped crying. Thank you, Bluebird. That song was lovely, she said. Melody must have sung without realizing it. What was going to happen now? The small girl continued to look upon the bluebird, but to her surprise, the bird began to hop around frantically upon the ground. Suddenly, the bird began to grow and change shape. In a matter of moments, instead of a bluebird, a girl sat beside her with a look of terror on her face. Help me! Melody whispered and reached out her hand. But before their hands could touch, the girl who was once a bird had turned to stone. The little girl stared, wide-eyed. <coughs> she did not know what to think of this new chain of events. She definitely had bigger things to think about than being lost. Then, from behind a bush, a large owl with yellow eyes burst into view. It was hooting in a way that sounded to the little girl almost like chuckling and not the good-natured kind. The little girl watched as the owl grabbed hold of the stone girl's shoulders with its powerful claws and began flapping its large wings. Slowly, the stone girl was being dragged away 
frozen arm was still outstretched in a little girl's direction, and her last words echoed in the little girl's heart. Help me. Grabbing up her walking stick that was lying close by, she swung it with all her might at the owl's face. Her swing struck true, blinding the large owl as it shrieked and disappeared into the nearby bushes, empty-handed. The little girl thought she could hear the bird scream. Curse you! Curse you! But that was impossible. Everybody knew owls couldn't talk. The stone girl was lying on her back on the ground, her stretched out arm reaching for the sky. Her eyes looked so scared, the little girl thought. We can't just leave her here all alone. The little girl tried to move her, but she was so heavy that after an hour of pushing, all she could manage was to set her upright. Not knowing what else to do, she sat and hugged the stone girl for the rest of the day, hoping that somehow underneath all that stone, she would feel less scared inside. The sun went down, but the little girl huddled next to her and fell asleep for the night. The next day, the little girl awoke to the sound of someone shuffling through the trees nearby. She opened her eyes and saw an old woman wearing a dirty blindfold wandering aimlessly in and out of the trees. Where are you hiding? I know you can't run away, my sweetie. You can't run anywhere. The old woman snarled with a raspy voice. She was waving her old knobby hands back and forth as she crept along, trying to avoid hitting trees. Your horrid little friend ruined my eyes. So now I've decided to remove your curse so that I can have your eyes instead. Now you must be around here somewhere. The old woman said as she continued her blind search. The little girl was in shock. This old woman must have been the owl she had hit with her walking stick. She had no doubt anymore that she was dealing with a witch. The thought of the witch Removing the curse from the stone girl gave the little girl hope, but the thought of the stone girl losing her eyes gave the little girl quite a fright. What was she to do? Would living a life without eyes be better than living a life with stone? What would the stone girl want? The little girl watched the witch as she circled closer and closer to where the stone girl stood. Which leave her alone after she took her eyes? The little girl wondered. <coughs> she felt a cold chill across the back of her neck and shivered. No, she probably wouldn't. Her mind made up, the little girl stood up and looked around. Close by, there was a large sinkhole that she had nearly fallen in the day before, and she had gotten horribly lost. 
she silently crept around to the other side of the hole and took a deep breath. Hey, Owl Witch, that blindfold is a good look on you, she called out and waited. The witch spun around in her direction and raised a quick hand in her direction. Suddenly, the little girl felt as if she were gripped in the cold hand of a giant. Her body was frozen, yet she was not stone. The crying girl returns, eh? The witch sneered as she slowly took steps towards her. Yes, I like this much better, much better indeed. Once I take your eyes, I can still keep my stone trophy just the way I planned in the beginning. Thank you for your incredibly, incredible stupidity, which has made my day so much easier. The little girl wanted to cry out for help, but no sound could escape her lips. She wondered if this was how the stone girl had been feeling since that horrible witch cursed her the day before. She was powerless as she watched the witch slowly making her way towards her. She said a silent prayer as she watched. I wonder what color of eyes you have, my dear. I'm not exactly in a position to be choosy, but after three hundred years I'm getting kind of tired of brown. <laughs> the witch cackled as she stepped closer. Oh, I can smell you now. Delicious. I think once I'm able to see again, I should celebrate by baking the rest of you into a pie. A nice, hot, tasty pie! Witch's last word turned into a long fading scream as she stepped straight into the sinkhole and tumbled into the darkness. It was quite a while before the little girl could no longer hear the scream. She had no idea the sinkhole was so deep. After a few minutes of silence, she felt the witch's spell fade away and found that she could move again. Quickly, she ran to the stone girl and waited. If the witch was dead, then maybe the stone girl's curse would be broken as well. Sadly, that was not the case. An hour went by and nothing changed. It began to rain softly and the raindrops hit the stone girl's cheeks and looked like tears girl buried her face in her hands and sobbed. It was her fault. The only person who could lift the spell was now gone, and the stone girl would have to live like this forever. I'm so sorry, she cried as she hugged the stone girl. I promise I will come and visit every day. You don't have to be alone. It will be all right. It will be all right. 
as she tried to think up of more words of comfort, a lullaby came to mind she often heard from her mother. The little girl began to sing softly through her tears, but her voice was so shaky it wasn't coming out pretty at all. She didn't give up help, however. She kept singing, verse after verse, until her voice calmed and the beautiful tone of her voice returned. Once the song ended, she began again. She spent the entire morning singing until she realized the sun was directly overhead. The song was very beautiful now. It sounded better than she had ever sung it before. It was like she was singing two musical parts at once. Then she felt an arm wrap around her shoulder. Looking up, she saw the smiling face of the stone girl. But she was no longer made of stone. The spell was broken. How did it happen? asked the little girl. It's like the witch once told me, the stone girl replied. The moment you begin to sing, the spell will be broken. My name is Melody. What is yours? My name is Harmony. Harmony said shyly. Well, Harmony, I think this is the beginning of something good. Come on. Let's find our way home. And they lived and sang happily ever after. The end. Yeah, his original ending was the stone girl stayed stone forever. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> we all hated it. Oh, you liked it. Well, it made you sad. That's yeah. true. But there was a stone girl in our neighborhood that we would pass by when we walked. And so that's why I kept her stone. But while I was writing things up, I figured it might be nice to give it a little change. And then Harmony was born. So, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was fun for me to create and write. Um, Okay. All right, everyone. Have a good night's sleep. Good night. Good night.